<laughs> lethal weapon. You go on three. Right, <laughs> yeah. do you know what? But, we'll figure it. Go on know. three. Is that your three or my three? Three, two, two, one. Perfect. singing voice no wonder you're in that wedding band are you hi simon how are you are you good i'm all right thank you very much you had a good week dave my friend uh yeah i've had it's been an eventful week uh been the kitchen again yeah. went in the loft actually for a change right back a holiday that it was like a holiday um got a bit of altitude sickness <laughs> but yeah i went up there to um get more we rock band equipment down. Right, so you got the full uh, orchestra now. Going I haven't got the, the drums out. I don't get the drums out. I saw Rachel's face when I got the keytar out. So, yeah, there's no drums yet, but I'm working on that. So is this the the rock band thing? Is this a full family occasion now, or is it just you recording different instruments? It's just me playing along to various tracks. In the old days, it used to be a full family thing. When um when the kids were little, we would get it out and the kids would start playing and then drunkenly, apart from me obviously, uh the parents would one by one move the children out until we would banish them from the living room and there'd be like six drunken grown ups playing Brilliant. something by the clash or something. Um we have a friend who used to sing it's an Echo and a Bunnyman one. Something moon. Well, come back to me. It was the only song he could actually really sing, and he sang it really well, but it was depressing and sent people home and lasted about eight minutes. See, I've never I've never really done rock bands, so I'm not overly familiar with it, if I'm being honest. But is it like everyone's got a karaoke song? Have you got like a go-to rock, what's it called, rock band song? Rock band. Well, there's two. There's rock band and guitar hero. Now, oh, yeah. rock band, one. yeah, rock band is more guitar hero. The original ones, you just played the guitar, really, did a bit of singing. Rock band is, as it suggests, a full band. You can have a bass, uh, keyboards, drums, a couple of guitars, backup singers. So you can have virtually a full Jules Holland orchestra, but you're limited to whatever is on the rock band right. software. <laughs> Um, and that's some years out of date now. So they are also older songs. So when I got the kids to look, yeah, they didn't know a lot of them. They weren't a fan mm. of Leonard Skinner's Freebird, put it that way. <laughs> Seems that is not in the repertoire alongside Megan the Stallion Savage. So have you been taking advantage of the new uh, relaxed rules for the lock lockdown this week? Well... It- 
Yeah, I don't know about you. I'm not, I'm not really sure. The rules are so <laughs> relaxed, I'm not sure what they are. But we'll have a nice drive up to Scotland. I thought, oh, no, hang on a minute. We'll have a nice drive. <laughs> no, Wales, no, hang on a minute. We can't go there. So, uh... <laughs> you can drive to um, Gretna Green as long as you're going to jog, but then you'll have to turn back around, won't you, and come back before you get fully into Scotland, Wales or Ireland, who are still marooned at home. Yeah. And seem more sensible. Interesting, uh, interesting rule changes this week. And I don't really want to come back head in the sense, head in the no. tail on No, I think, as far as I interpret the rules, I think you can go to the park if you hop one legged backwards and stay 17 <laughs> paces away from a friend or neighbour who lives in an even numbered house, but not an odd numbered house, but you cannot yeah. go with a family member especially yeah. not a parent or grandparent. And yeah. if you wear tinfoil on your head, yeah. you can travel anywhere on public transport. But that's, that's just exactly how I as, interpret them. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly as I understood it, to be honest. So, yeah. Well, I have found, and it's a useful tip of the week for you, I've found a really, uh, I know we shouldn't be really talking about work rounds and loopholes, but all the media seem to be doing it. So I've had an idea. I've yep. invited all my friends and family to put the house up on the market. Oh, because you can still go and view houses. Exactly. Exactly. So if everyone's selling their house, I can go and view it. Yeah. And so. have a look in the drawers while you're there. Thank you very much. I think we could finish this week's episode there, really. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I think We're you've going, solved it. There's nothing more. We can all just go back to some sort of normality. I, for one, am off down to uh, the internet to put my house on Reed Rain's website. Um, <laughs> I believe I said website then as well, but I did mean Reed Rain's website. There are other reputable estate agents you could put your house up for for purposes of getting around social distancing. You just reminded me, you know, you know what one of my chat-up lines used to be? Oh, no. Prior to this, being married, obviously. This, listeners, is a moment of history. Play on it's all, it's all right. I used to claim I was the helicopter pilot for the Barrett's Home advert. <laughs> were, were you not about six then? <laughs> it worked. It was Did, brilliant. Did it? It was just one of the ridiculous things that you think... Why would you make that up? And it's a really obscure thing to try and make up. So yeah, generally it was believed. Yeah, <laughs> we are the because you, we know you're a drone pilot, well, a recently it, yeah, commissioned. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered taking up the helicopter? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I've just been trying to reinvigorate my uh, flight simulator um, software. Oh, a bit of a geek when it comes to plane stuff. I quite like it. Yeah, so the pilot theme just there seems to be a bit of a thing running through my veins when it comes to piloting something. Yeah, it does <laughs> recently. Maybe it just stems from my early years successes as a Barrett's pilot. There <laughs> <laughs> may be people listening to this. If you are a listener who believes they had a romantic assignation with the Barrett's home pilot in <laughs> roughly nineteen seventy-four, please get in touch. <laughs> Um, Ken, if you're still in the bath, Ken, if you'd like to get in touch as well, but if you believe yeah. the Barrett Holmes pilot may be the parent of one or more of your children, please contact the podcast and the CSA. There you go. In that order. Yeah. But listening to this, they might not want to introduce them. 
<laughs> How could you not? Because again, we're another week. What? Which episode are we on? We didn't introduce the episode really, did we? We're on episode no. three this week. Episode um, three. So if you've you've kept up with us this far, um, very well done. Yes, very very well done. Very very well done. Last week we set a bit of a conundrum because we episode two we entitled Schubert Dip. And then asked people to figure out why. I think we had one entry, really, but it was a correct answer in the end. It took a while to get. Um, I don't believe this week I have yet said the word I'm trying not to say. No, let's just leave it. We're doing good. Yeah, doing well. You are. (laughs) But Schubert Dip was the title of the EMF album from which the song... Unbelievable. Came from Tempe from Dave. Tempe there. So henceforth, why? But yeah, we are on episode three. So we are now fully into the meat of solving life's riddles. Such as, are we doing what rock band or flight simulator? Or more importantly, where are you, Dave, on the Marvel movie series? Oh, yeah. I've made some progress on that now. That's good. I am on. Where am I on? I finished last night Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, that's a good one. Vision. Did Vision turn up? Yeah, which one's Vision? He's the English one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Paul Bettany. Like is it? The kids watched most of it with me because my son particularly enjoyed the raccoon. Oh, yeah. Character. Yes. Um, and you From... love Groot. Little yeah. Groot. Groot's funny. That's what someone meant to ask you. Go on, then. For, Go this on. might be boring to anybody else, but I'm going to ask you anyway. In the first one, there was a big Groot. In the second yeah. one, there was a little Groot. Yes, because... Why? You have not watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, which explains away why Groot was big in the first one. Right. Small in the second. So have I still watched them in the right order? I think you might have missed Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, hang on. I'm sure I've watched one times. Yeah, that's the outer space one. With... Yeah, no, I've watched Guardians of the Galaxy, and I've watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, does he not get um, blown up and comes back as a very tiny... Ah, uh, was that what it was? That's what it was. That's how he goes small. One. Spoiler I didn't alert, think of listeners. That, well, to be honest, I didn't quite recall that incident in the first one, from being honest. Yeah. But it's a spoiler. Okay. If anybody hasn't watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, <laughs> we apologise. If you haven't watched the movie The Sixth Sense, um, we'd like to say, you know, Bruce Willis, we're very sorry. We won't spoil yeah. that for you. Um but yeah, well, I've got some. Titanic, put your fingers in your ears now. <laughs> if you're watching the director's cut, they actually reach New York. Um, I've got some Marvel related news because cool. I have misled the listeners when I said I had only not seen Captain Marvel. I hadn't seen all of Spider Man Far From Home. Mm. So I finished that the other night. Well, my next one, I'm just looking at my list now. My next one is Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Oh, Ant-Man's very, very good. 
Is it? Is it a good yeah, one? Yeah, you should watch I've, that with I've Joseph. Ant Man is a very good one. Yeah, right. Ant Man's very very funny. It's worth watching that. Um, your lad would enjoy that. Right. It's got some very good funny bits in it. I did finish Spider Man Far From Home, which is way down your list. But very good. Hang on, I'm just whoa, whoa, hang on. I'm looking at my list and I can't see that on you. Oh, listeners, it's because it'll be right at the end. Go to the bottom of your list. Yeah, well, I am at the bottom of the list. It's only oh, saying maybe the not. Last What's one? the last one on your list? Avengers Endgame. Yeah, it's after Avengers but Endgame. So the the order now I've got left is Ant Man, yeah. Captain America: Civil War, Black Panther, Spider Man: Homecoming. Yeah. And then that's the only Spider-Man on it. Yeah, the, that is the beginning of the next, or the end of that phase, or the beginning of the next one. So yeah, okay. there is another Spider-Man. I um, have to review, review my... Uh, Black Panther. My order. Is, an, is also an excellent, excellent movie. No, that would be a good one really to get good. to. I'm really enjoying them. Yeah, they are good. Very good, highly recommend yeah, they're very good. I watched a good one last night, actually. Um, Ford versus Ferrari with Matt Damon and uh, the guy that was Batman. Yeah. Not uh, the original Batman, the later Keaton. Batman. No, not, not Michael Keaton. I'm normally good with this. This is what lockdown <laughs> has done to me. Dave, how good am I with a movie quiz? You are a bit good. Almost extraordinary, and I can't remember uh, the guy out of The Dark Knight. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale and Matt Damon. Uh, the true story of the Le Mans Grand Prix in 1966 okay. and what happened. Um, it was louder than I thought because this morning... Rachel revealed to me that she was too tired to come downstairs and tell me to turn it down, but she assumed there were two people driving around the living room on motorbikes <laughs> for half the night. <laughs> and it was Matt Damon and Christian Bale yeah. racing around Le Mans. So that's one's very much worth watching. Well, I've, um, I've been doing that, and then the other thing, I'm just trying to think what activities I've been doing this week. You saw that. I put the pictures of the, uh, the bar, the bar you did. up on Facebook. You saw that. It looked very uh, good. I'm going to put cheese gonna... toasty up tomorrow. Okay. Well, it's been a good addition to the bar now. It is now uh, a bar on casters. Excellent. So you can so, roll yeah. it around with you. That hot off the press, literally. Yeah. Could you, um, yeah, but... when, when you visit your friends' houses that are up for yeah. sale, you can now yeah. take the bar with you, couldn't you? I reckon I could wheel that to the beach. Yeah. But when you get to the beach, yeah. yeah, don't forget to remain six feet away from anybody that's buying anything from the bar. Although I'm led to believe <laughs> there are ice cream bikes on the front. Yeah, there are from a, um, a reputable local ice cream seller that will remain nameless for legal right. reasons. Um, but, yeah. I've, been, I've been up and down a few times this week. I've not spotted any. been a couple of chippies open. Which, uh, yeah. It's always been a welcome, welcome aroma when I've been yeah. on the uh, bike. Well, there's been a lot more places open, um, obviously, as the week goes on. Starbucks reopens tomorrow if you've got a drive through for coffee fans. We are recording this, we should say, on the Wednesday evening. 
So if your yeah. Starbucks has already opened, we apologize for misleading you. But um, yeah, I think there's a lot of places now opening. There's a bit of a panic in Blackpool that the beaches will be full, like a scene from the first Jaws movie uh, this weekend. <laughs> people Let's running see. up and down with kebabs and chips. You can't um, blame people, though, can you? When they're, If the same, go out, enjoy yourself and spend as much time as you want out, people are going to come to the seaside, aren't they? Well, the, the problem but, is, because it was so remarkably vague, mm. how do you know whether to come to the seaside or not? It's difficult for the police to enforce as well, surely, because, you know, if if I get pulled over 200 miles from my house and the copper says, what are you doing here? <laughs> so I'm just I'm got a view of a house. I'm just visiting the area and I see what it's like. I'm off for a jog. Move your house. Yeah, you yeah. might be the guy who's fleeing his family yeah. who may still be out there. Well, on the serious side, though, it's the risk it's putting to others, isn't it? You know, yeah, it, it is. In and certain areas, particularly tourist areas like Blackpool, coastal towns and things like yeah. that, they are more prone to poverty because of the um, irregular nature of the working yeah. working schedule throughout the year and the nature of the work as well in the areas. Yeah, very so, well-paid work, so very transient. To, We've already got problems where we've got a, a much higher proportion of people with uh, that have been infected, um, and the risk clearly having people coming in from different areas again isn't going to help. But no, so you've got you've got me annoyed now. Exactly, I'm sorry about that. We went serious <laughs> again there. <laughs> so that this week's public surface announcement is: please don't come to Blackpool. If yeah, you can at all avoid it. Credit to the council and some I noticed some of the Facebook pages as well, haven't we? The one that uh, it says love Blackpool, it says don't don't come to Blackpool or something now. Yeah. Then. Well they've changed the Twitter account, haven't they, to from I love Blackpool to Don't Visit Blackpool, which I think <laughs> is fantastic. Um to be fair. Well, I'm just hoping for a bit more good weather and I shall be staying firmly put in my back garden with maybe the occasional bike ride. And um, and may even just relax in the new instalment in my garden, my hammock. A hammock? If I, I had a hammock. If I yeah. had a hammock, I'd hammock in the morning. <laughs> where? You might get your, your songs mixed up again there. For where, where, where did you get a hammock from? Uh, my wife has travelled, is well-travelled, and she spent a few months in Brazil and... Apparently, all she did every night was sleep in a hammock, oh. visiting different homes and things like that. So that's where it came from. Yeah. So we had a hammock. We got some hammock hooks. They are now firmly installed on the garage wall in the house. And then we can uh, we're now... Hammock to your heart's content. A hammock to our heart's content and swing away. Swing, swing. away. That sounds wrong. <laughs> Is, are your walls strong enough to take the hammock hooks... I don't want to lose Hang you. On, what you're trying to, I just be very careful where you're going with this. <laughs> Listeners, I was talking of the structural integrity of Dave's house, not yeah. Dave. So, <laughs> is it strong enough to hold them? Did they? Did yes, it drill is. Them in? Thank you very much. I've, um, I've 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 had a go. The rest of the family's had a yeah. go, and it's still. So I'm actually looking at it now. I just remember, I've got to bring it in. Is it relaxing? Is it? 
Oh, very much, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. You've ever been in a hammock, proper hammock. Yeah, yeah. My uh, One of my brothers in America used to have a hammock, which I used to like to get in, but I, I was always a little bit on edge. It was suspended between two trees. And um, right. a large hammock, and there was a lot of... Um, a lot of swinging about when you got in. And my worry was I would just do a 360 and land face down on the floor or 180 as I got right. in or out of the thing. But very relaxing once you're in a hammock. Oh, it's lovely. Very nice. Yeah. There you go. Another top tip, everybody. Get yourself a hammock. Get a hammock. And you could also, I imagine, get one of the kids to wheel the bar to you. And you wouldn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. I've just had a thought that if you're going out on your bike, do you see where I'm going with this? If you have a bar on casters, <laughs> you could cycle it with you, couldn't you? You could. Stop Sorry at to the, the top of um, Ifield Road Bridge. I'm not quite sure. I'm 100% confident in my building skills to be able to drag it halfway across the town. <laughs> but imagine that. You've got a view of the Solaris. Sun going down over the train track. You'd mm. mix in a, an apple martini all at the top of Highfield Road Bridge. <laughs> you make it sound ever so romantic. <laughs> and I think in reality, it would be a two pallets dodgely joined together clattering down the back alley. <laughs> and when we eventually reach a piece of level ground facing the sea, I think it would be like Kestrel Super Strength. <laughs> Tenant Super. Um, listeners, we now have with us a very special guest on today's podcast. Special? We Special. Really? <laughs> we have brought in an educational specialist to talk to us today about homeschooling and how to homeschool your children properly, safely and imparting in them <laughs> knowledge that will live with them forever. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, who have we got? Not... <laughs> we have sat alongside me, my daughter, Ella. Hi. Hello, Ella. How's it going for good. you on the lockdown, on the educational front? Um, good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> She's staring at me, funny. <laughs> Have you been doing some homework? Have you had work to do? Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of work to do. And I've, um, yeah, I've had a lot of work to do and I've not enjoyed doing it. You've, you've not <laughs> enjoyed doing it? No. no. I wanted to watch Netflix instead. You want to what? I wanted to watch Netflix <laughs> instead. <laughs> I think like every Could other... you not do both? That I'd, seems to I happen in that. our house. I tried that, but I had more Netflix done than work in the end. <laughs> <laughs> what did you watch on Netflix? Stranger Things. Oh, I like Stranger Things. Oh, so very good. What's that about? So it's basically about this Strange girl. Strange Things. Yeah, Strange Things. This girl, and she has powers, but like this, like criminal, not criminal, but this, like lab is after her. And um, there's this thing called the Upside Down, which is like another dimension to our world but like darker and uh, there's like tele like portals to it and people keep on opening the portal and 11 connect connect to it and like people go into the portal and don't come back are you sure size not your dad oh. <laughs> yeah 
That was a very, very good description of it. It's like a, a 1980s. It's like the Goonies so from you the in, 1980s. Are you into this as well? I'm trying to get him to watch it's it, good. but he won't. Oh, my God. Oh, it's brilliant. Right. There's, um, there's a, the fourth. How many are you in? How many I've, seasons have I've you watched? watched? Them all. I'm watching them all again. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> because... There's a fourth season coming. I know. They started filming it, but they have to stop filming. Because... Yeah, which is a bit annoying, but mm-hmm. it will get here in the end. Mm-hmm. But we can't... We have to give a spoiler alert on the podcast for a lot of things. Um, where is Hopper? Is it Hopper? I don't know. Is he there? We can't spoil it for your dad or any other listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, but somebody is in Russia. Who is it? Think I know who is. Well, you better leave that then. Let's not be upsetting people. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's Ed Sheeran. Sent him to Russia because of my love of Ed Sheeran. Um, So with your homeschooling, Ella, come on, let's be honest with you. On a scale of one to ten, ten being a lot, one being absolutely nothing, may as well not have even bothered showing up. (laughs) <laughs> How much help has your dad been with your homeschooling? Like two. What? A two? A two? What, what have you helped me with? <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> Ella probably knows more about maths than I do. <laughs> I'm not a math a matician. I couldn't think of what to say there. <laughs> I'm not a math genius. <laughs> you can't be saying I'm not doing is... a bloody subject. The um... <laughs> just doesn't add up. None of this adds up. <laughs> We're going to be divided on this, aren't we? <laughs> that's the worst joke. <laughs> I believe that's a dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. I try and bust in regularly throughout the day, much to. Uh, my daughter Beth's annoyance on her house party with her friends <laughs> to the point where they've now tried to stop using house party so I can't get involved yeah. but I used to do a thing when the kids were little where I would call myself the math ninja and solve various mathematical problems for them with their homework which it did turn out when the teacher saw it uh 99 times out of 100 were wrong yeah yeah (laughs) just wrong and i've noticed today that i tried to bust in and as i left the room um one of her friends was shouting was that the math ninja (laughs) so i believe they've been laughing at my mathematical genius my prowess well, to be fair with to Ella, she sort of cracks on with it, don't you, really? Yeah. Well, she says she does. That's what she, she just fools us into <laughs> thinking she's doing it. Uh, which um, which subject do you think your dad would be most helpful with? Is there a subject? Um, I don't know. She's looking me up and down. Thinking, you can't do woodwork from home, <laughs> can you? Dream. You couldn't do the woodwork class. No. I mean, Homeschooling. We didn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to prompt her, say, sound good at something, please. Oh, well, you, you, don't, you didn't help me with it, though, but I did it. What? Cooking. Oh, yeah. We found out Ella's a cracking Cooking. baker. What did, you, what did you bake? I baked a few things, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What, what came out best? Um, I don't know. 
Cookies, cookies were bang on. Banana bread was bang on. Victoria sponge. Banana bread. Scones. Victoria sponge was bang on. Scones. And then I wonder why I'm putting oh, on weight. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't want to say. Yeah. But listeners, he has been cooking. Um, banana bread must be the new in thing because Rachel's been making banana bread here. It was good. We, had, we finished that after that, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, it's cracking. Yeah. It's very good. It's yeah. good. What was it? How was you? Was it a scone or a scone? How did you say scone. it? Scone. Fastest cake in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Again, listeners. Yeah, that joke. Alert. Um. Yeah, we. What did I make? Southern biscuits that were a bit like a scone. We had to discuss that, didn't we? We've done that. We've done that. They were good. I'll put the recipe up for that. Um, Ella, would you like to share one of your recipes on our Facebook page with okay. the listeners? Yeah. Both of them. That would be good. Both of them. Listeners. Yeah. Just hold it up and I'll see it. That's one listener down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So cooking's been good. Mm-hmm. What other subjects have you had? Um, just maths and English, not say. Oh, she's been doing poems. Oh, they're terrible. Oh, oh poems and rap. Oh, <laughs> right, here we go. Here's Ella, live from Isolation Island. Which one? Ella, any poems one of them, because they're all obviously outstanding. As an encouraging, have you memorised them? As an encouraging, these... as an encouraging parent... I'm going to tell you they're all fantastic. Once you've left, we'll have another discussion. Yeah. Do you want me to come in near the end? as Because um, I do a good feature in as Sean Paul, if you remember. Biddle bong bong bong. Oh, yeah. Do you it. do your rap and then I, a bit like Sean Paul, who seems to have the best job in the world because he just shows up with 30 seconds to go in every song and just does a bit of biddly, 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 bong bong, doesn't he? <laughs> wow. Do you want to show your poems while we're at it, Al? No. Could you write a poem about Isolation Island? Oh, that would be good, yeah. That would be good. I wandered lonely as a cloud around Isolation Island. Yeah. And then I wandered back and... From Isolation Island. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere Wordsworth spinning in his grave. This is what he's come to. Well, that's that's been a fascinating insight into um, education in the Flanagan household. Yeah, very interesting. Am I a good teacher? Um, uh, no. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I think, to be fair, um, we now know how much of an input Dave takes with his children's education. Um, I, for one, think it's unbelievable that he's... Um... Ten picked. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> you jo- oh, I virtually got all the way through. Nearly. Ten P to an as yet unnamed charity. Um, I, so we'll... I hope the charity's not struggling because we're only going to eat Ten P this week. <laughs> we're not at the end yet, listeners. We're not at the end yet. <laughs> There's still time. We're still up in our follow account. Oh. Um, are we any nearer Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Yeah, I think we no. are now. Yeah, we must be. Uh, you think? Yeah, we must be uh, getting near to his uh, number of followers now. I think we're reaching out. 
Yeah. yeah. See, how many followers does Ed Sheeran have now? Um, well, we must be getting close to him, so he must have at least <laughs> 30. <laughs> 30 million or 30 followers? No, no, 30. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Let me talk amongst yourselves while I see how close we are to Ed Sheeran on the follower. Yeah. Ed Sheeran, Twitter followers. Are you ready? What's your guess? Uh, let's go with... Two and a half million. Um, four million. Two and a half. Four million. Four million. Um, how many do we have? Twitter followers. Me and you. About 12, is it now? <laughs> 12. That's yeah. sad. We are closing in. Ed Sheeran, I can confirm, currently has 19 million Jeez. Twitter followers. Right. Yeah. So we need to do that another episode. That's the population of Saint Anne's. So we need to we need to turn these out about four episodes a day, mm. and we'll try and take him down on volume. Right. <laughs> or just drown him out, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Nineteen million. <laughs> I'll tell you what is on this week, which or isn't on. To be oh, quite frank. I know where you're going here. Yeah. Do you know where I'm going? Yeah. I'm going to Luxembourg. Bit of Eurovision. No poire. No Eurovision. Yeah. How do you feel that there's no Eurovision this year? Are you a Eurovision fan? <laughs> I am. <laughs> but on the basis of last last couple of years, we've had parties at mates' houses based on the Eurovision. And it's mainly just to mock and... Uh, and, and set the mick out of the axe predominantly. So yeah, the, you don't feel they've they've spent months putting their heart and soul into the artistry of no. a song entitled "Bing Bing a Bong." <laughs> <laughs> so we we thoroughly enjoy watching it over a couple of drinks and with friends. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it'd be missed. It's it's a, it's a bit of an institution thing, isn't it? We're Brits. We like a bit of a we like a nonsense competition and. A bit of rivalry and a bit of stuff to laugh at, so yeah. Yeah, and we we don't... It it does play to the British strength of just taking part, doesn't it? Of course it does. Because every year we go into it, it's like watching um, England play in a World Cup. Every year we go in saying, this is the best song we've ever had, and we're going to win it. Yeah. And then we come 98th. I mean, so... So, yeah. What's the score this year then? Are they just are they not doing anything at all, or is there a an on, I don't a, think. Is there a virtual Euro or? There is something, isn't there? You would think they could do it from home. To be honest, everybody is, else is. This is nuts. <laughs> Why aren't they just doing it? Because actually, every year they're using Zoom to get the results in. Exactly. Why don't they just crack on now? Every call I do feels like a Eurovision Song Contest call. <laughs> You just go to a different person in a different location. Exactly. I'm also, let me, um, I am now Googling Eurovision 2020 okay. to see what's going on. Um, I don't know if, if we had a song already. Um, there was a thing on the news. someone loaded in. There's a thing on the news this morning. This isn't going to be great. I can't remember his name, but a pianist, and he was in the Dutch embassy in Moscow. And what doing? Well, was he supposed thing? to be? So he was doing a, a live Eurovision, I think, either tonight or tomorrow. Well, it might be the weekend. See, this is another factual 
<laughs> Another factual public <laughs> service. It's this is almost as good as Boris's bloody announcement. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's more sense in what you're saying than no, in Boris's announcement. So, so you can we, watch the Eurovision if you live in an odd-numbered yeah. house so it may or, and you wear it, a bin bag. It may or may not be happening by some guy sat in the Dutch embassy in Moscow. <laughs> who technically is on British soil and live to the BBC. Uh, well, I have an answer. What? I have an answer for you. Um, while the Eurovision Song Contest is sadly unable... Hang on, the cookie thing has come up. That annoys me. Oh, God. You can't get on a website without having to click OK for privacy choices. Yeah. And then it won't go away. Uh, but it does say, right, it's back. The BBC is hosting a TV special on the night of the would-be grand final on the 16th of May entitled Eurovision Come Together right. as part of a wider celebration taking place all week. The special, which will be hosted by Graham Norton, will reflect on the UK's best Eurovision moments, past and present. So I'm assuming it's roughly three minutes long. Cool. So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> books yeah. fizz and then yeah. we all go out yeah well that was how you I saw it because books fizz uh, came on because they did a live zoom song brilliant there you go what's that are you playing that is it me that's not me is it <laughs> it's you I don't know is it me? It's you. <laughs> oh, it's coming out of the iPad. <laughs> There's a bit of live Eurovision, ladies mm, and gentlemen. Pure professionalism there. Right there. Unexpected live Eurovision. I thought you were asking me what song it was. I'm trying to work it out. <laughs> I can't get it to stop. Oh, no, I have. I have. No, no, I haven't. I haven't. I have literally, ladies and gentlemen, no idea where that came from. That's how good the song is. You couldn't tell if that's how good the song is. You couldn't tell if it stopped or not. <laughs> Thought it was a remix. So yeah, it is. Um, it isn't Eurovision. It's the greatest hits of Eurovision. Do you know what? Which that you should, know. I think that'd be quite entertaining, personally. That should be good. Yeah. We could do it. Um, Why don't we do? Um, we could do a, a postcard from Isolation Island based on that programme and just... We'll do yeah, we could. Goggle box style responses to what's going on with a yeah. few friends. That'd be good. We could host a live watch party. Live from Eurovision Island. <laughs> I, I did this morning. This is incredible. The Every Wednesday on, a, on my work Zoom call, there is a theme. And today was Eurovision. And I have to be honest, Dave's seen this. I'm going to put the whilst you're talking. I'm going to post a picture up on the Facebook page. Let's not post the picture on the Facebook page. You just keep talking. We don't, don't you need worry. the picture. No, we don't need that on the Facebook page. <laughs> it's um, no, I don't think we need to to put the the picture up. <laughs> to be frank, um, it's a curious looking thing. Um, I think that's best left to our listeners' imagination. But, um, yeah, I was Verka Saduka, Saduko, something like that, the 2007 Ukrainian entry. <laughs> What's he called? <laughs> Verka Saduko. 
as far as I can tell. Yeah, an incredible yeah. song. Something last, something fiesta. Um, sounded like the theme to Borat when I listened back to it. But it, what I was supposed to do was give the impression of being, you know, a proper proper Eurovision contestant. I just looked like I was trying to attract aliens and I could hear you tower did. taxis Yeah, every time I went like near the window. Would, you look like some of a really poor budget or low budget sci-fi <laughs> film. Like seven. Every time I went near the window, <laughs> I picked up premier cabs. All I could hear so was... You just, you just randomly picked out the air a film I've never heard of. Blake Seven? Yeah. It was a TV show in the 70s. Do you not remember Blake Seven? It was a low so budget. I remember. If, it, if it was in the 70s, I won't remember that. No, you wouldn't. Uh, neither would I. <laughs> neither would I. I've obviously Googled it. You could make a wrist communicator from a fairy liquid bottle. That's all I remember about it. Um, Brilliant. It is available on YouTube, listeners. Could you do me a favour? Go on. This week? Yeah. Could you make me a risk communicator out of the phone? Yeah, I will. Oh, I will. Please. I still remember no jobs how. to do. Jobs for Sai. That's what we're going yeah. to do a feature on. Jobs for Sai this week. There's a, there is a problem with that. Simon says. <laughs> Whatever I say, listeners, Dave has to do. Um, the, the bottle is now different shaped, isn't it, to the 1970s? You may not remember. They were a basic. Well, Tall white plastic shape. Now they're a, a more ergonomic. Respectfully, yeah. you could just do a next generation, <laughs> whatever it was called. Blake's eight wristband. Mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven. Have you watched yeah. Ocean's Eleven? Oh, I love the Ocean's films. They were yeah. good. Ocean's yeah. Twelve, not so much, but Ocean Eleven and Ocean Thirteen. Did you see any of the first yeah. ten? Oceans no. 1 through 10, neither did I. I don't know if I needed to. No. I just skipped ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like me watching Avengers Endgame before the whole Marvel scene. <laughs> I've got a new challenge, by the way. Um, oh, go on. And I don't know if you're going to join me in it. Um, go on. Because we are <laughs> civic... Let me, let, me, let me hear it first. <laughs> because we're civic-minded... Um, yeah, there is a challenge called the Everest Challenge. Let me write this down. Yeah, yeah, the Everest. You'll need to use all your math genius for this. Um, the Everest Challenge is to, in your own home, climb the height of Mount Everest for charity. God, how tall's your house? <laughs> It's a very tall house. You should see the uh, council tax ban we're in. (laughs) (laughs) Everest, it turns out, is exactly 54,027 steps up. Now, all that counts is a step up. So a step down Mm. doesn't count. So you can't go up and down your steps and say that's... 28, for example, it would have to be 14. Right. So I have been, um, whilst out doing essential shopping, I bought a small step that we will put a picture of um, on the Facebook page that I will be stepping onto 
54,027 oh. yeah, times. Okay. Why have you bought a step when you've got so many in your house? <laughs> For the practical reason that we've just had a yeah. new um, hall stairs and landing carpet and Rachel said she's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> this, I was just, this is the wife's put her finger yeah. down again, isn't she? Yeah. So you're not, don't you think you're creaking up and down then? <laughs> All four night. hours a day. Four hours a day. On new carpet. <laughs> Tracking a big trail up the middle of a, a plainly light grey carpet. So I've been banned a from trail. that. A trail like a large slug. That's <laughs> 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 just mm-hmm. for our lady listeners to picture a large slug like trail up and down yeah. the whole stairs and landing. So uh, what I will be doing. He's stepping onto the step 54,000 times. I don't know how long this will take. I'll be honest. I did a minute the okay. other day and got to about 40, 50 steps. Um, I suspect... right, so let's just, let's just recap on this, shall we? Yeah. So you're proposing 54,000 steps. It, and 27. Do, is the aim to do it within a year? Uh, well, I, I think if we're gonna do it, if we're gonna do it, I think we should do it for a local food bank. So I think a year might be a bit much. But a guy did it in one and did it in ten hours, up and down his steps, his oh, stairs. Okay. But okay. I think he was going to use an old phrase like the clappers. Yeah. <laughs> if he's done that in ten hours, my worry is I've got two worries. If I'm frank. Um, one is altitude sickness. Yeah. I've heard that's bad. Um, and the other is, how do we get back down afterwards? Because, mm. you know, that's the nobody ever mentions that, do they, in movies or in, in real life? No. Everybody goes, oh, there he went. Edmund Hillary got up there three days or whatever. Nobody ever says it took him a week to get down. What if I was just to come round your house and make it more realistic for you? <laughs> what about throwing snow and ice at me and just chuck ice cubes at you? <laughs> well, if you think it'd help, I thought you meant you were yeah, going to come and shout encouragement like Mickey from the Rocky movies. No, just squirt cold water at you, <laughs> blow a fan in your face, and throw your ice cubes on you <laughs> for the full experience. It'd be like a really poor man's. It's a knockout. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded then like it's a knockout with the laughing. <laughs> some, the Belgians some fat bloke just walking up and downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> for three weeks <laughs> with his wife shouting, "Get well, off them stairs! Get off them stairs!" Well, I'd like to, I'd like to meet your challenge. Yes, and um, raise it on the table. It probably, it probably needs to be done within two weeks. Yeah, I think. I think. Therefore, your target for uh, your daily upstep target yeah. is going to be 3,857 upsteps a day. For how many weeks is that? Two weeks. That's for two weeks. So I need. So every, every day you need to be hitting at least 3,857 steps a day. Right. We're on. To meet the Everest target. Yeah. I think that's so doable. I need to get my uh, I need to get my Fitbit 
working properly. Yeah. Which actually is no mean feat because I'm looking at my Fitbit as we speak and in an entire day today on the flat, yeah. I've only done 3,031 steps, which is pathetic. <laughs> I had um, Bank Holiday Monday about a month ago. I We went out for a, a, a government-sanctioned walk the day after and did 11,000 steps. We walked all the way to the tower and back. What that then told me when I looked, though, on my phone was that the day before, I'd done the sum total of 490 steps, which was basically to yeah. the fridge and back 15 times. Yeah. yeah, I'd been no further, which was incredible. Yeah. So, How many steps was that again? That. Let me write this down. 3,000... Oh, hang on. So it's 3,857 steps per day for two weeks. Yeah. And that's doing it seven days a week, obviously. Yeah. Um, that gets you to the 50,000 mark. Sorry, 54,000 mark. And then I can just do the last 27 steps. If you do the last 27, you when know I what want. they do on BBC News or something <laughs> when somebody's finishing something? You could do that live on Isolation Island. Well, do you know what I considered? I considered doing this live on Isolation Island. Oh, God, that would be really painful listening. Yeah, it would. I could take questions. I could sing. I could read a book, I imagine, um, as long as I don't lose count. No. Because that's going to be a problem, isn't it? Boredom as well, I think, is going to be another problem. (laughs) Unless you're reading Dracula, of course. (laughs) Boom, boom. (laughs) Bring back our... Come on. (laughs) But, yeah, um, so I think that's a challenge we can meet. We can do that. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. I'm happy to go. What day are we starting then? Um, well, what day, podcast-wise, this is Wednesday in real life, isn't it? So the podcast goes out Friday. Monday, so let's go from Monday, yeah. Let's, let's get, let me get the weekend out of the way and have a few beers with the weather <laughs> What I might do is I might do a couple of practice five minutes here and there. I don't want to pull a hamstring. You but if you can have calves like nothing else, aren't you? Well, I've got doing that. unbelievably huge calves anyway, haven't I? As people now who've seen You've me. got me thinking now, actually, this could be how long... How long... ...does it take to climb Everest? Will this be going on? How long does it take oh, to God. climb Everest, the real Everest? Yeah. What are you thinking? We go and climb the real Everest? We could oh, do. No, that looks more, far more attractive. It takes two months. <laughs> what, to get up Everest? Apparently, yeah. Get off. How long does it take to climb Mount Everest? Climbing Mount Everest mostly takes around two months. In late March, climbers begin the expedition at the mountain base. The most famous boat base camp on the south side is approximately 5,300 metres covered by ice, which is the first hurdle climbers face. So you got to walk go. to that? Is there a bus? Yeah. That seems a nonsense, yeah. that, doesn't it? I often think... Thank you. Could you not just helicopter it up to the top, get out, have your photo, and then go back home? Yeah, yeah. Through this. That's what I'd do. Yeah, seems a better way to me. Well, the other thing, look at that. How much do you think it costs to climb that Everest? Well, you only need a rope. And some Kendall mint cake. How much? At least 
at least $30,000. Get out. To get up Mount Everest? Apparently so. What is it, like a tall mountain? That's shocking. Thank you. That's Sherpa Tatton. Here's me. I've gone and raised four hundred pounds for charity, but I've just spent thirty grand <laughs> to get out to the top. That's disgraceful. Yeah. Thirty grand, and they leave the litter and everything. Thirty, 30, 30 five thousand dollars for a full package supported climb. Unbelievable. There you go. Tempe. Well, I'll God forgive you. Tempe. There. If if you want to come and do your fundraising activity at my house, <laughs> I'll only charge you a grand. <laughs> That's a bargain. I'll be round tomorrow. I'll have to stand in the front garden, though. Yeah, there we go. Right. Siri, what's the best way to get on Mount Everest? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't find Mount Everest. Neither could we, love. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a step. Shall we? <laughs> That was genius, Siri. <laughs> right. Right. So on that bombshell, Siri doesn't recognise Everest. We're going to have to call it a day. We I are going to have to call it a day. Um, I need to get to the gym and get some training in. Yeah, if you'd uh, all like to Monday. make a guesstimate of how long it will take us yep. to get up what is plainly a small plastic <laughs> stair. Uh, so don't forget... If there's anything you need to take away from this is uh, put all your relatives' houses up for sale. <laughs> uh, and then you, uh, don't try and find Everest on Apple. No, and don't trust Dave to teach you your times tables. Let's get into training. Let's see what we can do this week. Yeah. And when you speak to us next week, listeners, or we speak to you, we will be like Herculean athletes and we'll be about three, six, nine thousand 9,000 feet up Everest. Yeah, we I reckon we'll we'll do the maths. Yeah, and we can get to base well, we camp by daughter, Wednesday. <laughs> Let's not leave it to yeah. you. So yeah, right. It's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from me. We'll see you next time. Good night. See you next time. Up Everest. Up Everest.